Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me and it's live chat time. Did it on uh, Monday night instead of Sunday night because baseball regionals and stuff. And uh, we bounced around all over the place in the live chat. I gave advice to a rising senior in high school that wants to go to Ole Miss. So there you go. Uh, talked a little football schedule, a lot of baseball, just kind of bounced around. Um, just uh, There was a lot of questions, a lot of comments, so just kind of rapid-fired for about 45 minutes of conversation. Uh, for the live chat. So I'm going to bring that to you now, as promised, and I uh, appreciate you guys checking out uh, the podcast, which is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online. ABSMS.com is the website if you or your business are in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, and more. If it's tech, if it's in the office and your business is in Mississippi, check them out again online at ABSMS.com. Come. Podcast is also brought to you by Party One Bank. Let them make you their priority with 16 locations across the state of Mississippi. And of course, most importantly, local loan servicing and decision making. It's somebody that you sit down across the table from, that you see face to face, not on the phone, not on Zoom. And of course, they have online banking like everybody does, but theirs is a one stop shop. All you need is your internet connection and you can manage your money without having to have multiple apps to do it. Priority One Bank, making you their priority. So again, here's the live chat. By the way, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. And subscribe to this podcast if you have not already. Just wherever you get your podcast, search Rebel Report and subscribe. and Leave a rating and a review. Here's the live chat, Monday uh, special edition live chat. Talking a bunch of random stuff here. And uh, enjoy. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Some recruiting stuff. Uh, I think will be the next edition of this, depending on if things happen the way I think that they will. So see you guys on the next one. Enjoy the live chat. I don't know if you guys knew this. We are now 89 days away, 89 days away from when the teams here kick off. So Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Southern Miss for that matter, which, by the way, shout out to the Golden Eagles for advancing to the Super Regional. We can talk about that if you guys want to. so we're 89 days away from the first Saturday of college football. We're 87 days away, obviously, from that first like big Thursday. And if you want to really get technical, we're 82 days away from the start of college football season. So it's going to go by quick. Those are your numbers. Uh, about the start of July, we do daily numbers on the radio show. And it's um, how many days until NFL training camp, because I believe that's first. How many days until our college team's training camp? How many days until preseason game one? How many days until the first college football game? How many days to the, until the, like the real start of college football season? And then how many days until the start of the NFL season? Those are the daily numbers uh, that I'll do in July, I think, on the radio shows when I'll start that. But anyway, uh, let's chat. Again, like the video, subscribe, all that good stuff. I know I'm late. I appreciate you guys. And let's talk. Cool to see Kentucky, Edward says, have a huge crowd and win their regional. LSU better watch out. Yeah, they had they broke a program record 
yeah. uh, broke a program record uh, today, I believe, is when they broke the, the program record on uh, attendance. So you're, you're right. That is cool. I, I love seeing other places, the, the non-traditional places, care start caring about college baseball. I want it to be a viable sport down the road. Um, because I know here in Mississippi, we love it so much, right? I, I mean, that's obvious, but I want college baseball to be viable. Because I'm afraid, quite frankly, of what the future of college sports look like if they start doing revenue shares and things like that. Sports are going to start going away. I mean, that, that's that's the, the reality of the situation is where this is headed, if somebody doesn't get control of this and, and soon, a lot of non-revenue sports are going away, and baseball is an easy cut for a lot of places. It's a very easy cut for a lot of places. And I don't want that to be the case. I want baseball to be viable. And things like what happened in Lexington this weekend, I know it's an SEC school, so it's a little bit different. Furman cut their baseball program, for example. It's a very easy cut for small schools, but I want college baseball to be viable. And seeing Oklahoma State, for example, invest in a new facility, these places that are putting money into baseball, bearing the fruit of that labor is uh, really cool to see. Edward also says, you just love to see what went down in Fayetteville. Couldn't have happened to a better fan base. Um, I have not had entanglements with Arkansas fans. Um, in fact, the to tell you the truth, the, the worst crap I've gotten from any fan base. So I started, I started working at Supertalk nine years ago. Full-time on air, eight years eight years ago when I started full-time on air, uh, more like seven. So during that time, various fan bases have, you know, gone after me because that's just kind of part of the deal. I have never though experienced what I experienced from Southern Miss fans a few weeks ago. Uh, never, 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 not, not one time. That was the worst I've ever gotten it. You know, I know it's just the internet and online and like, Internet tough guys who wouldn't say anything to you in person. I've told you guys the story about the the guy on the text line that used to say vulgar things to me, saw me in public, and like I was a celebrity to him. Uh, so that's how it usually goes. But no, I have not been, I have not heard worse than what I got again a few weeks ago from Southern Miss fans. Mississippi State fans have ne- never come after me like that. Old Miss fans have never come after me like that. And any other, no, it's just been that one. However, Tim, I agree with you. Go Southern Mississippi. I, I really uh, I was happy to see, obviously happy to see them today. We we get one school that's still playing, and man, to, to see them, oh, what a dream. To see them knock out Tennessee, to go to Omaha, to send Scott Berry off with a trip to the College World Series would just be just perfect. It would just be perfect. So I'm rooting hard for Scott Barry and, and his team's tough as hell, aren't they? I mean, I I appreciate teams with grit, you know, and that word gets thrown around too much. But Scott Barry's coach, Scott Barry coach teams usually have that anyway, and this one especially. I mean, they've been down how many times? Uh, they are the 28th team to lose the first game of a regional. And win the thing. I think that's what Richard told me earlier today. 28, I believe, was the number. Um, And they found themselves down in these games in this regional and just come back and win, come back and win. 
Um, I really like their coach a lot, and um, I like their next coach as well. So that that works out. But yeah, happy to see that today for sure. Sco Rebs Media says I went to the first two Kentucky Indiana games in the Lexington Regional. I couldn't go tonight, which was a bummer. Oh, that is a shame. Uh, although, congrats on uh, living in Lexington. That is, in my opinion, the most underrated SEC town is Lexington. I think it's the most underrated SEC town. Uh, nobody talks about it when you the when those clickbait farms do the college town rankings or the SEC college town rankings, and you know they intentionally put one where it shouldn't belong to get engagement and stuff like that. Um, Lexington is never given its due. Um, I, I think Athens is cool, is fun. Like, I enjoyed my time there. I thought it was a little overrated, though. You've got people that just fawn over, oh, my God, you've got to go to Athens. Athens is the best. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's good. I had a good time. It's a good place. Downtown area is cool. But, like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's fine. It, it, it's, it's a good time. It's a good college town. I really enjoyed Lexington myself. Um, I really enjoyed Chapel Hill. Is another place that I really, really liked um, going to and hanging out at. So, impromptu college town rankings. There you go. You say, I really didn't catch much of the regionals earlier this weekend. You went and saw the new Spider-Man movie, and it was great. I heard that. I heard that was great. I, I kind of want to go see it myself. I'm not a big comic movie guy, and not that I don't like enjoy them when I watch them. It's just, uh, for some reason, like... I love Guardians of the Galaxy, right? But I haven't seen the new one yet. I- I'll watch it when I get to it. It's not like um, like a priority for me, which is weird because I enjoy them all. Like all the Avengers I really liked. Captain America I really liked. All of it. I, I enjoy the movies. So I don't know why I'm not more like into them. But anyway. But the SEC, you say, had some struggles and then some good showings from South Carolina and Tennessee. Yeah, you know, the narrative is kind of wrong about the SEC. I mean, going into today anyway, and, and LSU won, Kentucky won. Um, you know, Arkansas lost. But going into today, the SEC had the most wins and the best winning percentage. So all of the hand-wringing about, oh, the SEC shouldn't have gotten this many hosts and John Cohen's committee is corrupt or whatever, well... John Cohen's committee was proven correct. Again, the most wins and the best winning percentage uh, among conferences in the baseball tournament. Yet again, yet again, proving that it is the best league in America. And there's really no debate. There's no debate. There's no debate in football. There's no debate in baseball. The the way basketball is going, they're approaching the possibility of there being no debate either. Not there yet. So don't hear me incorrectly, but uh, there's no debate and there never was one. And the people that engage in stupid stuff like this are just like the people that are doing it with football and the conference schedule thing. It it just you you have to ignore objective fact to come to the conclusion that the SEC didn't deserve what they got in terms of seating and host sites and stuff. You have to um, ignore objective fact to believe that the SEC in football, having eight conference games plus one against a Power Five is not more difficult than a nine-game conference schedule 
from another league. You have to ignore objective fact to come to those conclusions. And here we are in baseball again um, doing how many games can Ole Miss win in football? Can they win? Um, I mean, I think 10 is their ceiling. Having to go to Tuscaloosa and Athens is is pretty brutal, um, although I think Alabama's vulnerable this season, more beatable than Georgia, I would uh, expect. Uh, but it is the grind uh, of the SEC. You know, I think 10 is the ceiling. Um, I think with what they've done in the portal this spring and what they have returning, uh, and yes, although the schedule is difficult with Alabama and Georgia, um, you know, they'll breeze through the non-conference games. At least I think they will. They, they get Arkansas at home. They get Texas A&M at home. They get LSU at home. Those are games that are all winnable, and they get them at home. Um, if you made me bet right now, I would say eight and four. But they can, I think, a ceiling for them is ten wins. You're so ready for NCAA to come back out again, the football game? Yeah, man, that's cool. And, uh, you know, those are that's one of those things that when I would talk about NIL, it was always an injustice that you could buy a jersey with the player's number on it, but the player didn't get anything. You know, forget the collectives and just like the salaries for a second. When you looked at college football and the fact that like Ohio State got severely punished because players sold their own stuff, that that always felt wrong. And in these video game companies and uh, the, these jersey retailers could sell personalized player items and they wouldn't get anything for it. And I always found that to be, frankly, un-American um, at, at minimum an injustice. And so I'm glad that that's coming back and the players can opt in and you know get a few hundred bucks or whatever. Uh, but that's awesome. And I grew up on that, man. I, I grew up on NCAA football. Uh, I would Hawaii was always my team. I would I would build Hawaii up into a national dynasty. I, I always picked Hawaii. So you're not a Southern Miss fan, but you'd like for them to eliminate Vitello. Who would have saw JJ's decommitment from Tennessee tonight? I hope you're being sarcastic. I mean, everybody, right? Have it's kind of um kind of a really poorly kept secret. Yes, and you did on here uh, say your dark horse was Indiana State. TJ McCants entered the transfer portal. Yeah, he did. Uh, was it this time last week? Maybe a little bit sooner. Um, here, The thing about that is um, they, they are going to try to re- recruit over him. Um, struggled at the plate frankly, kind of struggled in the field, uh, was instrumental in their championship run. And he's got the physical tools to, to be a great player. Uh, it's more likely that he's going to get drafted and go, and the portal is more of just like a fallback plan, as opposed to him just dipping out of Ole Miss. It sounds like going pro is, is going to be the thing. But, yeah, they um, – yeah, I feel – you you hate saying this about somebody that that's just been through so much. I mean, it, apparently a remarkable family and, and a kid that dealt with adversity that that's hard to fathom. Um, 
But at the end of the day, I don't know if he would have been guaranteed a starting spot had he returned to Ole Miss. But TCU kind of looking like shades of 2022 Ole Miss. Felt like there was a little bit of team of destiny there in Arkansas this weekend, didn't there? Why did so many top-seeded teams lose so badly this weekend? Well, it's kind of baseball, if you think about it. But, I mean, let's look at the bracket. Wake Forest won. They were the host. Alabama won. They were the host. Texas won. They weren't the host. But, I mean, look at Texas's baseball history. Stanford and A&M are playing right now. One of them is the host. The other is out of the SEC. LSU won. They were the host. Kentucky won. They were the host. South Carolina and Florida both won as hosts. Virginia won as a host. Duke out of the ACC, a two-seed. TCU, the host, won. So out of the 16 host sites, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, so eight of the 16 hosts with the possibility of nine, uh, one, and the rest are two seeds, except for, of course, that bizarre Oral Roberts-Oregon matchup. Uh, Baseball is a sport of volatility, though. That's kind of part of it. It's sport of it's a sport of volatility, uh, especially lately, it seems. Don't forget, Coastal Carolina won the national championship. That happened. Um, it's the nature of the beast in this sport. Whatever happened to the wide receiver Deion Smith, you thought he was going to Ole Miss. Academics. Let's just keep it at that. Uh, academics. You'd like to hear how I'm how I've grown from the beginning to now? Um not much. Not on here. Um, to, to be quite honest, I, I really did a poor job uh, initially uh, of encouraging growth on here. And I've got to be careful, too, um, not to, to let this distract from my day job. My day job pays the bills here, you know. Um, it provides for me and my son. That that's That's what it is. So that has got to take priority. So I have not put... A, I haven't put the effort into the YouTube stream as much as I should have, or as much as I could have, I should say, had I had like, you know, a sales gig or or something. Uh, But since I am in the content business for somebody that's, you know, paying a salary to me, that's got to be my priority. And so, no, the, the growth on this has only really exponentially gone up here lately that I've been able to carve out some, some time after hours to actually like focus on this as opposed to just kind of doing it for the hell of it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about, I'm excited about that. Uh, especially this fall having a, a good routine now established to where I can do extra work. So the USM barstool guy is the worst. I, I don't follow him and I don't care to. Mustard buzzards versus the fans who throw mustard. You're hearing Ole Miss is on the way to flipping some guys. Yeah, it feels uh, that way. It it does feel that way. Um, So far, 
I mean, we've talked about this before, but the, this recruiting class is really, really shaping up nicely. What I'm curious about is is if this is a style change, if they are putting more emphasis onto high school recruiting, or is it just it just so happens that Mississippi is loaded with high school kids and that's just where they're going. Is it a style shift? Is it that? Is it somewhere in between all of the above? It's probably all of the above, but the the clear effort into high school recruiting is paying off for Ole Miss right now. Do I see how much Colorado is taxing Jokic? Are you talking about like like money? Like taxing his salary, uh, I have no idea how much the state of Colorado taxes uh, a basketball player. I have no idea. Tuscaloosa, you say, is the worst college town in the SEC West for sure. Um, I have not been myself, based on how it's been described to me. It's College Station, but I don't know. I need to see it myself. That's just. I know people that have been to all of them many times, and that's the one that everybody comes back to me and says. You've always wanted to visit Austin. Austin is really cool. It's not a college town. Don't let anybody tell you it's a college town. Austin would be just fine without the University of Texas. It's a cool place to visit. There's a lot to do. The bar scene, the food, the barbecue, it's great. Um, I know it's all weird and, you know, people get weary of how weird some people there are. Um, it's a great place. It it is a great place, man. I'd live there in a heartbeat. Uh, I would, I really like Austin. And when you get to go, if you go follow uh, your team to go there, you'll enjoy yourself. It's a good time. Lexington is a great bourbon shopping town. Oh, I bet. I bet. I, I couldn't legally purchase alcohol when I was, uh, and I also I was broke as hell when I went to Lexington. So it was cheap beer for us, but uh, I imagine that's a really good bourbon shopping town. Any portal names hearing yet for the Rebels? Uh, Baseball-wise, uh, no. Honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, but it's going to be a lot. Not just one. Um, th- there's going to be... The, the pitcher, the starting pitcher for Nichols, is a guy that I assume that they're going to go after, for example. But, I mean, they need to get pitching. They need to get, uh, what, two outfielders. They need to get a shortstop. They need to get, what, third baseman, first baseman, catcher. Uh, maybe not a catcher, uh, depending on how the draft goes. Uh, they've they, they've got a lot. What is the short summary of the meaning of SMTTT? I know it's Southern Miss to the top, but I have no idea where it came from. Let's see what Google turns up. Origin, let's see. It was written by Robert Hayes in 1955. So there you go. Southern Miss to the top. You hope Scott Barry and Southern Miss win it all. It would be a cool story for the state of Mississippi to have the last three titles. If so, it would be unfathomable. I mean, I really, and I mean that complimentary. I mean, just it would be unfathomable for for that to happen three years in a row. Uh, but yeah, Scott Barry deserves it. He um, he really, really would deserve that. Coach Beard is on fire in the portal. 
Um, would not expect anything different, honestly. Would not expect anything different. I'm telling you, you know, it. as I said when he got hired, the, the, ba- the baggage is part of the story. He would not be at Ole Miss without what happened in January. Would not be, wouldn't be at Ole Miss without it. Wouldn't be there. But once he got there and you got out of the news cycle, very good things were going to happen. And you're already seeing the fruits of that. Auburn and Vandy embarrassed the most, especially Auburn. John Cohen looking real popular right now. Oh, just wait until they give Tennessee the host instead of Auburn for the Super Regional. Yeah. You want to know how John Cohen, how popular John Cohen really is? Just watch when Tennessee gets the host tomorrow. You've drove past Florida's campus before, and whoa, boy, it is indeed definitely in the swamp. Oh, man. Your brother currently attends Kentucky for mechanical engineering. Wow. You should be going to Ole Miss, and if you do, you'll be a fourth generation. Uh, So, uh, not that it's my business, but so are, are you... Graduating high school, or are you going to college a little bit later? Um, one of my favorite classmates was a guy that did public relations, and, and he was, I think he was 45, he said. Uh, he was the coolest, man. Um, that That's what... That was one of my favorite college experiences, is sitting next to a 45-year-old man who, I think he had two kids, if I remember correctly. Anyway. Uh, he was the best. So regardless, congrats, man. That That is, uh, that is awesome. And good luck. And uh, enjoy yourself because it goes, it goes by quick and then suddenly it's over. So whatever you're doing, just enjoy yourself because you blink and then you're nine years removed from graduation. And it just happens so fast. And then you and your friends are talking about the the best ways to um entertain your kids over the summer and what you need to be looking out for on the labels of food because there are certain things that trigger um bad behavior in children that is directly linked back to their food and like those are the conversations that you're having over a beer instead of anything else it happens quick the NCAA game is just going to be a Madden reskin. Hey, at least there is one, though. I think it'll be a disappointment on the basis of actual gameplay. No, I mean, I know people give the Madden engine a lot of crap, but I'll play it. I'll play it. Yeah, Greg Kessinger got called up. That was really cool. Third generation Major League Baseball player is uh, is really cool. Following up from the show today on a question I asked. Uh, the 17 regional where Scott Berry was ejected for chest pumping the umpire two-game suspension. Tony Vitello's antics versus Scott Berry's when fired up. Give me Tony V. 40 is not the guy to get that mad. Has used the bump and poke before. Okay. Oh, man. So... Now I feel dumb because I was I was trying to throw some respect at Scott Barry's way and and I took a shot at Tony Vitello just to find out that Scott Barry did the exact same thing. Although when it comes to temperament and attitude, uh give me Scott Barry all day long. 
You think Ole Miss might have gotten a win better after getting Franklin paired with the recent defensive transfers? I think that's a, a yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I think they got a win better, which you know, I said that on on a podcast and I had a friend send me a message that was like, "Dude, just one win." And I said, "Yeah, that's that's kind of a big deal." Uh, I mean, why do you think flipping one win is not a gigantic deal when you're in the SEC West? No, this is SEC heavy chatter, but any thoughts on the four-star former freshman Big Ten point guard transfer? So they miss added to the roster today for next season. Um, it it kind of feels like they've got a pipeline, don't they? Uh, an international one, kind of. Yeah, it's impressive. And Southern Miss's basketball strategy is kind of mirroring their football strategy, right? Um, I haven't heard Jay Ladner complain or, or whine. Maybe he, maybe he has, but. Um, using the portal to his advantage and building a roster. And, I mean, they should be back on top of the Sun Belt again this year. If Mississippi State won the football natty, would we give Brian a long break? Um, yeah, he he would take the whole week off, I'd bet. We, we'd make him cover the victory parade. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't expect him to, to come in on Monday. Well, I guess it would be coming on Tuesday because the championship would be played on a Monday. The combo of J.J. Harrell and Burnside would be crazy at wide receiver. They want to get to play together, you believe, in college. Yeah, that's going to be a a recruitment that's going to be crazy because that's – recruiting is going to be hard to follow, man, moving forward. I I never – I was always kind of cynical about it anyway. But now that you've got guys that are signing in January and leaving in April – it's it's hard for me to like really buckle down and and like care about it and pay attention to it, knowing how volatile rosters are anymore. But yes, that that's going to be a pretty intense recruitment. Ole Miss and State both want those guys, and um, apparently, people think that Ole Miss has an edge. I don't know. Do I think Cooper Pratt has a starting job next year as a freshman? If he shows up, yes. If he shows up, yes. So Tuscaloosa is really trashy and crime-ridden. Your sister lives there, and she also lived in Oxford when she was in school. Also lived 25 minutes away from Starkville. Oxford is by far the best. I I went to Tuscaloosa four times, or I've been to Tuscaloosa four times. I had a really... Great time, one time. Other three, not so much. You can't wait for McConaughey in the SEC. God, they're going to have to have security when he's walking around the tailgates for the first time. You'd rank them Oxford, Fayetteville, Auburn, Baton Rouge, Starkville, College Station, Tuscaloosa. Fayetteville is really cool, too. And... I've only spent one weekend in Auburn. Honestly, I had a blast. I loved Auburn. I loved the vibe of like the the bar scene and stuff. I, I really enjoyed. I had and I had a really good host. I really, really liked my time uh, at Auburn. Really liked my time at Auburn. So I'm I'm biased there because my the, the people I stayed with were awesome and, and just so showed us such a good time that probably inflated. Uh, my thoughts on the place. 
a little bit more. But yeah, I really loved uh, my weekend in Auburn. You're going to the Ole Miss-Georgia football game this season. I've heard Oxford and Athens are very similar from a tailgating campus standpoint. Yeah, they are. Athens is much bigger. Uh, but the walk to the stadium is kind of cool because if, you, if you've if you never been before, you don't really know where you're going and you're walking through campus and then boom, oh, there's the football stadium just kind of mashed right there in the middle of campus. It's a good time. You'll have a good time. Yeah, very similar. It's it's more spread out. There's not so much a one like centralized tailgating place there. Uh, in Athens, the same way the Grove and the Circle are kind of like, that's where you go. It's a little bit more spread out, but yeah, you'll have a great time. It's an awesome stadium. The the lone trumpeter the, is was one of my favorite college football traditions. If you haven't seen it, look that up on YouTube. The lone trumpeter at uh, at Georgia. It's um, one of my favorites. I, I love it uh, seeing it in person. Only been to Nashville and Knoxville in the East. I love Nashville. I don't think that counts because it's not a college town. Um, Knoxville's okay. Columbia, South Carolina, like the the bar area is okay. Um, West, way better than East when it comes to college town. Way better. You're not kidding. That Jordan Hare is nuts. One of the most underrated environments in college football. Uh, the radio show won't change, so that'll still be Monday through Friday, 3 to 6, of course. Um, I'll do these more. i got to figure out exactly when and, and what would make the most sense. Um, and the podcast will be every day, starting when training camp starts. So because of how things have gone, not to get too deep into personal stuff, but the podcast has been kind of inconsistent. I've still you know, done three or four a week, but um, not on a set schedule. Just I've, I've had to deal with a lot and that's settled. And so I can get back to a, a bigger schedule, but in the fall, there will be daily podcast uploads. I'm shooting for three live streams a week. And then of course the radio show every day still. Baton Rouge bar scene, you say, is definitely better than Auburn, but I don't like big cities for college towns. Didn't really love my experience in Tigerland, uh, to tell you the truth. Didn't love it. What's the worst part about Ole Miss? Be honest. What is the worst part about Ole Miss? Hmm, that's a good question. The worst part uh, about Ole Miss. Um. Oh, here, let's keep it with sports. I think the fans don't do near enough of a good job of creating intimidating environments, and that includes baseball. Uh, I think that there there is too much waiting for something to happen to get engaged as opposed to being engaged to, like, create something to happen. So, yeah, I think that's the worst part about Ole Miss. I'm not going to – academic stuff, whatever. I mean, you guys don't care about my thoughts on the academic side of university. At least I don't think you do. But, yeah. I have thought that in every sport, Ole Miss fans do a terrible job of creating the chaos. They wait for stuff to happen before they make noise. And some people won't agree with that, but honestly, it's true. Like, college atmospheres are better than NFL atmospheres, with exceptions. Take the Superdome, for example. Every Saints game I've been to, 
it felt like every single person in the stadium believed that if they didn't give their all on every defensive down, if they were not engaged in every single play that they were letting their team down, like that's the vibe inside that building is we have to make noise or else the team's not going to win. Whereas what I've noticed at Ole Miss, it's we will make noise when the team does good things. You know what I mean? One should come before the other. And the, the fans as a whole don't do a good enough job of creating environments. That is the worst part about Ole Miss when it comes to sports and stuff. You're going into your senior year of high school, and you 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 say the phrase, you're getting old. I don't want to hear it about getting old. No, sir. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Congrats, though, man. Uh, that, that's really exciting. Enjoy yourself. Soak it all in. Soak it all in. Uh, there are things that when I was in college, I wish I did, th- that I didn't do because I was just so singularly focused, and um, I didn't so – I. Anyway, soak it all in. Enjoy it. Only six families have three generations of Major League Baseball players. Wow. Stat of the day right there. You say you're a third-generation degenerate. Nine and three with this schedule would feel like a 10 and two in normal schedules. Yeah, nine and three with this schedule for Ole Miss is probably inaccessible. Probably so. Ole Miss has had an edge to the end with several players throughout the past that they came up short. That's recruiting, though. I mean, even Alabama doesn't win every recruiting battle. Alabama came up short with Suntarian Perkins last year. You know? I mean, even Alabama, who recruits top three classes on an annual basis, still doesn't win every recruiting battle. So... Where do we say the UT-USM Super Regional is after Cohen's comment about Southern Miss being a regional host? It's a good point. That is a good point. I think that it's going to end up in Tennessee, and I think Southern Miss fans are going to be justifiably mad about it. I think it's going to end up in Knoxville, and I think people are going to be mad, and I think they're going to be correct in that anger. Um for some reason, I feel like it's going to Knoxville. And they're going to use like RPI and Tennessee won the more difficult region, uh, difficult regional, as opposed to Southern Miss, who that that's what they're going to do to justify it. I hope I'm wrong. That's what they're, it feels like that's what they're going to do to justify that decision, though. Why don't I do a live radio hour once per week like Hey Dad? Uh, I don't know. Well, because, quite frankly, um, I haven't been super keen on doing just Ole Miss content at Super Talk. Like, you know, I'm fine doing a podcast, and I'm fine talking about it with you guys and stuff, but I I don't think I want to just be an old Miss guy. And by I don't think, I mean, I, I know I don't. W- one day in the near future, I'm hoping to plan on hosting a show without two other people. 
uh, you know, my title currently is co-host, but there's there's two other people there. I want to be the guy in a show in this state. Well, you can't do that by just being an old Miss guy. If you want to be successful statewide, you know, you can you know, buy airtime on one station and, and be just a whatever guy and, and it work. But I, I can't I will never host a show on Super Talk being by myself, me and a producer being just an old Miss person. You know what I mean? So I, I've kind of been reluctant to dive into that. Frankly, they had to talk me into the the Rebel Report podcast because I was like, I don't, I don't want to do just Ole Miss stuff. And eventually, it's like, you know, they're asking me to do it. I need to do it, um, and I enjoy doing it. But that's that's part of my reluctance. Mike is, I don't want to be just that guy. You're bummed that Ole Miss is playing Mercer to kick off the year. Definitely will be a week where you watch the replay or highlights, but we'll watch the other games that weekend fully. Yeah, the kickoff time um, is a gigantic middle finger to fans because the streaming game, as you guys know, you get to choose it. Choosing to kick it off at 1 o'clock is telling fans that you don't matter. I, I Spare me the stuff about the body clocks or whatever. That That's such a cop-out. It's starting at one o'clock is a is a big middle finger to fans on September second in Mississippi when you're playing Mercer. Um, it shouldn't be that way. They should play it after six o'clock and try to make it as comfortable for people as possible. Instead, you're de incentivizing people showing up to one of your seven home games uh, a year. It was a bad decision, and I think that. Um, they should try to change it if they can because they really screwed the pooch on that one. You think Ole Miss had an intimidating atmosphere in football from 2013 to 16, but ever since it's been a few and far between. 2022 Alabama was probably the closest. The pavilion can get sneaky loud. It's happened um, before. The student section being around the court really helps that. The basketball students do a good job. When I look at athletic department capital campaigns for Ole Miss in the future, were they bummed about the stadium or is that the price of doing business in the NIL age? Uh, it's the price of doing business. Uh, you know, the the rising cost of everything didn't help, but they in part, they in part made that decision because asking donors for money for players was a more important short-term solution to winning football games today. It, it's the same people that give the money, right? There's not infinite amount of people that are willing to give you money. So it's, hey, we need to raise $200 million to tear down one-fourth of the football stadium and build it back up, or we can go to those same people and buy players to win games. Which one is more important? Well, buying the players in the winning games is more important than redoing one side of the stadium. So, yeah, they're bummed about it. They would love to be able to do both, but, you know, there's only so much water in that well, and if you keep going back to it, it will dry up eventually, and they've prioritized this while also using, and at the time, rightfully, 
using rising construction costs and supply chain issues as part of the reason why. It, both things are true at once. There will be some horse trading regarding supers. If A&M wins tonight, they and Southern Miss will host. If Aggies lose, Texas and Tennessee will host. You know what? Who, who should get it? The most deserving. Merit. Imagine that. Will Southern Miss ever play Ole Miss in football ever again? No. Nope. Well, I, n- never and ever are, are a really long time, but the current leadership at Ole Miss will not play Southern Miss. No. Sports Sunday was great. That was a really good show. Um, we just we couldn't get the consistent station lineups to make it worth it. If I had to guess, who will be Ole Miss's twenty-four SEC opponents? Oh gosh, I have no idea. Um, Mississippi State uh, will be one. I expect LSU will be one. I expect Arkansas will be one because th- this is a one-time schedule. As people just don't seem to get, this is a one-time schedule where it, they're not creating a rotation model because they expect in 2025 to go to nine games. So they're going to try to do their best, the, the best they can to preserve as many rivalries as possible. Even these fringe rivalries like Ole Miss-Arkansas, where it doesn't have a name or a special day on the calendar, but that's a game that the two programs really like playing against each other. You know what I mean? So uh, other than that, I have I have no idea. Uh, but I, I would expect Mississippi State, LSU, Arkansas, and Vanderbilt, maybe, is who I would expect, considering rivalries and whatnot. Would love to have Oklahoma on the schedule. I just, uh, either for Ole Miss or State. Would love to have Oklahoma. You bet they'll miss one of Alabama, LSU, or Auburn. They will not miss LSU. I, I'd be shocked. I would be shocked beyond measure. Uh, if they if they miss on LSU, yeah, the secondary rivalries are are being saved. So Ole Miss LSU will try to stick. Ole Miss Arkansas will stick. Um, they're they're going to try their hardest to preserve those things for sure. So anyway, I went long. I went way too long. I said thirty minutes has been forty five. You guys are the best. Uh, I had fun. I hope you did as well. Uh, we'll do this again Sunday night after the Super Regionals. After the Super Regionals, we'll do this Sunday night. So uh, I'll post a video or two this week as well just to keep this thing populated. But appreciate you guys, and uh, I'll see you on uh, on the next one. Y'all have a good night. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.